What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm with my favorite butt-kicking psycho chick. Hi, Sam. Hey, Sam. How's it going? You know. How you been? Um, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Totally my type. Is she? Like, every girl I've ever dated was exactly like her. Really? You know? Yeah, they all call me a joker. Okay. Right? And I'm sure they were part of some kind of suicide squad because they all killed themselves. <laughs> Today, we are reviewing Birds of Prey or the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. But first, we'll be debating that age-old question. Who played the better joker? Jared Leto or Joaquin Phoenix? I think it's the question on everybody's mind. I mean, really, it's something that is... Uh, I've really I've seen a lot of debate online about it. It's very it's it's really divisive this question. Yeah. People can't really decide <laughs> between one or the other. It seems like it's a really close call. Yeah. Well, I think it's up to us to figure this out. The rules of the podcast are simple. Hi Sam and I review something. One of us will have to love it, one of us will have to hate it, and who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate. The coin of fate. The coin of fate. The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So, if you loved it, you now hate it. And if you hated it, you now love it. I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. Like uh, Two-Face would, as a matter of ah, fact. Ah, yes, indeed. Yeah, if it lands on heads, you love Jared Leto's oh, Joker. Oh, yeah. If it lands on tails, you love Joaquin Phoenix's joke. How exciting. Here goes nothing. Tails. <laughs> Method acting. <laughs> Jared Leto playing the Joker. He was damaged. He was. Right? He sent condoms to his uh, castmates. He did, He supposedly. got into the role. He was clearly snubbed from everybody because his, uh, because his acting was too nuanced, too good, especially compared to the hack that is Joaquin Phoenix. How dare you? Now, here's the thing about Joaquin Phoenix. You know, Joaquin has a good friend of his, all right? And this friend of his is really important because uh, he stands tall. Uh, he's shiny. He's gold. Uh, his name's Oscar. Oh. Uh, have you have you ever heard of his friend Oscar? I don't think Jared Leto, uh, Leto, uh, whatever way you pronounce his last name, uh, the would Oscar, really know what that's about. The Oscar means nothing. You know, Hitchcock never won an Oscar, right? Green Book won an Oscar. The King's Speech won an Oscar. The Oscar. You know who else won an Oscar? You know who else? Who? Heath Ledger. You know what role he played? Joker. Right. So it's funny that, you know, Jared Leto's bookended by two actors who won an Oscar for their performance, he must feel really left out. You know what it is? Like, first, let's again talk about that Oscar. The Oscar doesn't mean anything. It's a bunch of old white men giving awards to what they think is, you know, a good performance. They don't really understand a real performance, a real performance that comes from a minority actor like Jared Leto. <laughs> How is Jared Leto a minority actor? He white-faced himself. Oh, my God. Okay? For the Joker. <laughs> but every one of them white-faced themselves for the Joker, to be fair. Secondly, right? And Joaquin has, like, a very Latino name. So I'm pretty sure he's more of all, a minority actor. All, all Yoxin did, okay? <laughs> all he did was he lost a lot of weight, which he probably, you know, which yeah, makes but sense. You know what? Joaquin, uh, Jared Leto didn't need to lose weight because he's already pretty much a meth head. Exactly. He's a method actor. <laughs> 
right? A method actor. Okay, Joxine, right? He is up on stage promoting veganism. No wonder he lost all that weight, right? Okay. Think about your character. Here's another thing about Joaquin Phoenix. We're talking about someone who actually managed to do the impossible. He elevated the role of the Joker higher than even Heath Ledger did. A man who literally died because of it. No. Okay. So, uh, well, I hope that uh, Yoxine uh, <laughs> should have died playing uh, this role because wow. you wouldn't have lost. Why anything. would you say that? Right. I'm, I'm just. Not, I'm not saying. You, I'm, I'm not saying Jared because Leto should die be, because he stole the role that rightfully belongs to Jared Leto. How about Switch? He, Jared Leto, should never have played the Joker. Right. He, Yoxine. Uh, jo- <laughs> <laughs> What a name. <laughs> what a name. Yeah. And what an in, insanely good performance. It, it There's so much pathos in that performance. Just the way he moves, the way he transformed into this other character. He's transformed into another character. Jared Leto got temporary tattoos all over his body. Talk about transform. Literally, he, he took the inside of this character and put it outside of himself. He exposed himself, okay? <laughs> Probably literally yeah, to did. other actors. I, I he but he also exposed his soul. He had laughter tattooed all over himself. He even drew a smiley face <laughs> on his hand so that he could laugh while covering his mouth. Here's the thing, right? Ah, 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 ha, ha, ha. Jared Leto. Ha, ha. <laughs> Ha. What's <laughs> Je- Herod. Herod, Herod Leto. <laughs> Herod Leto could not internalize the performance, which is why he needed these uh, tattoos that said what he was. Damaged. Right? Here is Joaquin Phoenix. Right? He doesn't need these tattoos. He showed those uh, nuances in character through his acting, through oh, his on. eyes, through oh, his movement. Through his acting. What acting? All, all, all he played was a, a version of, of himself. Some, some disaffected clown. The only reason that he got any amount of real, uh, uh, you know, uh, interest was because the the film was a, a better made film Herod, uh, than the previous one. Herod than, than Leto, Squad. okay, <laughs> Herod Leto shot over forty minutes of footage for uh, Suicide Squad. Most of it was cut out. He was cut out from the final act because, because he was too good. It would have Suicide Squad was about a squad. It wasn't about the Joker. All right, Jared Leto shone like a diamond in the few moments that he had in that movie. Whereas uh, Joaquin Phoenix, okay, uh, you got to be Joaquin me, yes. you know, yeah. uh, which sounds really <laughs> wrong. He kind of sounds wrong. You know, had the whole entire film to explore this character. And guess what? You know who would have played a better uh, version of, of, of the Joker? River yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> Rest his soul. Oh my Ever. God, he is so good. He was the only one who could fill Heath Ledger's shoes. Jared Leto tried, he failed. You know, like uh, the shoes, uh, Heath Ledger's boots were made for walking and that's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, yeah, you know, he walked all over, <laughs> all Jared, over Leto. Jared Leto. Okay. Jared Leto was robbed. Okay, Jared Leto was just people were just so nasty and they were so just just really they they wanted to attack him because people are always trying to pull you down, trying to drag you down when they think that you're better than them. You know what that what you just said, the movie that exemplifies the best is the Joker. That's what the movie's about. And, you know, Zoxine Phoenix. Okay, he is in the center. 
of that film. He carries the whole film on his shoulder and Heath Ledger, I mean, uh, Jared Leto, Hered Leto fails at, you know, being compelling okay, even look, for let's, the let's 10 minutes. Let's think about this, way, okay? Jared Leto, Joaquin Phoenix. Jared Leto, better looking. Jared Leto, um, he's plays in a rock band. Okay, Jared Leto, okay, method actor, dives deep into his performance to the point where he's not afraid of making his co-actors uncomfortable, so you know? He made his co-actors very uncomfortable. What kind of unprofessional behavior is that? Oh my God, I mean, imagine if I'm acting alongside you, Haysom, yes. okay, and then you decide to do things like sending used condoms, I did. Me. I might be enticed. I might be. <laughs> but I'm not like other people. <laughs> okay? And that one time that you did send those used condoms, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I nothing wasn't much even came the of one it. Who used them. <laughs> <laughs> the point is that you cannot do that and expect to get away with it. You are no. just he was just an egocentric, shallow uh, uh, just show off trying to portray a character that has so much depth. What you just described describes Joker to the T, right? An egocentric show off. That's the Joker. There's that's uh, you know Jared Leto. They were made for each other, right? Not like this, you know, Zoxine, 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 Zozo. What is his name? What is his name? Zoxine. Okay. Not like that, right? Like, he is just, uh, Voxine Phoenix is just a guy who is trying way too hard. He's been trying too hard from the top. Like, what What was his movie? You know, where for two years he was pretending to be a rapper. Yeah. He, he, you know, it was, talk, it was, it was um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not here yeah. or something like that, right? Well, he wasn't here. Pulled in the, the movie. hell out of okay. everybody, made everybody think that he was having a mental breakdown. That's what the Joker does. And if you're talking about people who were cut out to be the Joker, his entire career has been preparing for this one role. That was him trying to be a method actor and failing at being a method actor, right? Jared I think Leto you're the one who has life. failed. In this debate, as we take it to its natural conclusion, <laughs> um, uh, and now it's time for the moment of truth. Yeah, let uh, pray tell, Haysam, <laughs> pray tell. What do you really think <laughs> about Joaquin Phoenix versus Jared Leto? Uh, I think that Jared Leto is just the best. Is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> I, is he was robbed <laughs> of robbed. his role? He was robbed. He was robbed of an Oscar. Uh, he was just robbed. He was. I think just, he was actually. I think he was actually robbed. He was <laughs> robbed. Someone general. robbed him yes. as well of um, his talent. But yeah, no, but I have to say, I'm really glad that uh, Joaquin won the won the Oscar. I just think um, it must. I wonder how it feels for Jared Leto that both. The, the actors know, right? who played the Joker before and after both won the Oscar <laughs> and he was trash. Look, I like Jared Leto as an actor in I general. Do. I think he's been incredible in so many films. I yeah. mean, his this is the reason that it's kind of fun to make fun of him for this because this was, you know, his Joker in Suicide Squad was a big, uh, how, what do the kids say these days? A big L. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, that is the thing they say. What yeah. does it mean? He took an L. I just failed miserably at it. Well, what does the L stand for? I, honestly, I'm not sure. I, I need to look it up, but I know it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> well, he okay. failed. Okay. It was garbage, you know, because maybe it wasn't just his fault. Maybe it was just the approach. I mean, Suicide Squad wasn't a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was just so overdone. I mean, come on. Maybe there's a word. I wonder Seriously. If, I wonder if he- Overbearing. I wonder if there was a movie where, you know, 
he was the main character, different director. Maybe he would have done something interesting. Maybe he is a good actor. You know? He's a phenomenal actor. I mean, everything from uh, uh, Requiem for a Dream, Dallas Buyers uh, Club, Dallas Buyers Club. He was incredible in. Yeah. I mean, even uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Like, like that. Almost guaranteed when you when Jared Leto's in a movie, he's gonna be really good. So that's why this was like, whoa, what's going on over here? You know. So no, he was absolute like it was terrible. Unfortunately, yeah. but you know, no, no big deal. Joaquin Phoenix, on the other hand, absolutely destroyed this character and yeah. just nailed it to the wall and took ownership of it. And you know, the, he really, it was just very satisfying to watch. I don't know. I think Jared Leto was better. You think so? Yeah. You know, uh, Joaquin was just, uh, you know, he was just a, some ribs pretending some to ribs. be an actor. Some ribs pretending to be an actor. Right. All right. Some ribs pretending to be an actor. Wait, 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 wait. And now it is time for our regularly scheduled review uh, of Birds of Prey or the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Let us begin with our patented One Breath synopsis. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, formerly titled Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, is a 2020 American superhero film based on the DC Comics team Birds of Prey. It is the eighth film in the DC Extended Universe and a follow-up to Suicide Squad 2016. It was directed by Kathy Yan and stars Margot Robbie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey Smollett-Bell, Rosie Perez, Chris Messina, Ella J. Basco, Ali Wong, Dewan McGregor. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn follows the titular character as he joins forces with Helena Bartinelli, Dina Lance, and Renee Montoya to save Cassandra Kane from Gotham City crime lord Black Mask after the Joker breaks up with Harley Quinn. This leads to the fantastic imagination of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> that was right on the edge. Good job. Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm constantly edging you. Oh, so. God. <laughs> I am now... <laughs> I am now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you love birds of prey. If it lands on tails, you hate it. Here goes nothing. Let's do this. Heads. I love it. I loved Birds of Prey. It was incredibly entertaining. I couldn't Birds of Praise it enough. Uh, this movie, I, I only really need to say one thing about this movie. It is a follow-up to The Suicide Squad, and that is exactly what this movie feels like. Uh, so what? It is that movie was terrible, and so is this. It is boring. It is over the top. It is all over the place, both tonally and structurally. Um, I did not enjoy this movie. Which whatsoever. is which is relevant because she is, uh, you know, psychologically, um, you know, completely off the charts and really, uh, really unpredictable. So this movie's tone was unpredictable, reflecting her inner state. It's hard to follow. Hard to follow. It was an extremely simple plot. This kid stole a diamond and everybody was trying to chase her down, which is not a spoiler because that's pretty obvious from but the from the trailer. It is so simple. Like what the, that plot is so simple. Right. And so they compli complify it. Right. That's a real word. Complify. What? <laughs> <laughs> complify? They complify it. Complify it. Right. What does that even mean? Co complexify. It's complicated. <laughs> Look, let's start with one thing. All right. The plot. So much fun. I mean, it took you all around New York. It had so many gags. It had so much fun. You know, everybody was just on this roller coaster ride and it was just a romp. It was a wild romp. Actually, that's one. It was a rump. An ass, an ass, <laughs> a 
an ass that a turd comes out of this movie was a, a turd. turd was it a turd it was a turd it was a turd secondly you said this movie takes takes us all around new york you know what this movie is supposed to be set in gotham but because the movie can't build that world it feels like it's just in new york okay fair enough but we know that gotham is based on new york so it's no, a, it's, it's it's a fair slip of the tongue and i take ownership of that okay no, the movie feels that is like not a damning statement it, it's it just is. to show you that yeah gotham and new york are the uh, movie you know they're, at, they're superimposed the movie at no time feels like it takes place in the universe the gotham universe that the dcu has put together it fixed it makes it feel like it it's taking place in new in york in a much brighter more more fun more slap happy insane yeah. version which is you know the problem with the dceu in general is it's just so dark and and exhaustingly morbid and this was brilliantly bright and fun and and lighthearted and violent and and bloody and Switch. twisted and really all they were relying on was a bunch of gore and badly executed action sequences <laughs> in a movie that was trying to ride the train of you know chick flicks these days look the problem is that they were so heavy-handed you know that a bunch of guys from the DC Warner <laughs> Brothers marketing department said hey how do we tap into this new zeit guest of of women empowerment and instead of actually making a positive statement they just took advantage oh my inner woman felt so independent watching this movie <laughs> we don't need no joker look, we don't need no clown look, to show us around okay we're birds of eat pray and love that's what we are that's what we do right this movie directed by a woman written by a woman starring all women with an audience of only guys you know that 95% of the audience are young men yes so it's not in, even intended to be for women it's written in order to attract a male audience it is it is dishonest it is it is taking advantage of 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 the of of women's uh, rights in general and by the way it's it's really it's really transparent i mean seriously how many times can a guy get kicked in the balls on screen before you're like okay this is you're overdoing this is right it, now like your male gaze <laughs> right you're putting your male gaze on this movie and making it turn out to be something that it isn't it is about empowerment and it is and it is it about shows that it shows that you know girls this one have fun <laughs> empowerment in what sense okay we are following okay and this is a sickening trend by the way we are following a violent criminal we are meant to be rooting for the joker's girlfriend who supported him in massacring people murdering people killing people torturing people i mean ruining lives and we're here cheering her on i mean what does that say about 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 people exactly that says how great margot robbie's performance is that we are actually <laughs> rooting for her right oh, come and on. it says something about ian mcgregor which is what what does it say about ian mcgregor right <laughs> he his performance he plays such an amazing bad guy that you're actually rooting for another bad person to like kick his ass right what, what a fun campy <laughs> performance it is so good look all this was was a paycheck for mr mcgregor all right it was a chance for him to drop a few f bombs to 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 act like an evil psycho that he doesn't normally get to do and to get paid there was no redeeming aspect of ian of of you and mcgregor there was no reason for us to even think about the reason that he's so evil if you've got a, a, a if you've got a villain with absolutely no anchor 
He's just a caricature. He is a comic book villain. That's what he is. He's right? more like comic relief. This, like you couldn't take him seriously. This movie brings the comics to life, right? Like no, the looks- comics have a lot more grounding than this movie. The comics actually have backstories for the characters. The comic books actually have a reason for the character to be evil. This movie sets up the backstories for all the characters, right? The Mar- Mary, the Huntress, like oh my God, Mary Elizabeth. Weinstein. Yeah, you she- know what? You're right. The Huntress's backstory story is really really interesting and it they should have made the movie about the huntress not about harley quinn they make it about all of them and i hope that each of these characters get their own spin-off right because so which i hope that <laughs> each of you know this movie spun off in all kinds of directions with all these different characters and wasn't able to hold my attention even with one of them let's talk about the way this movie looks it is rich in color it is bright it is exciting it is it is just so it's like eye candy yeah. i mean you sit there and you really get your money's worth you know you really enjoy looking at this movie it is rich in color it is poor at the box office this movie is a complete flop it is making no money because people don't want to listen, watch listen there movie. are many movies that have failed at the box office that are absolutely incredible films blade runner for example there are so many i can't even go into a but go into a you're, list you're you talking- cannot determine the the success of a movie by its box office numbers. But you're talking about how much of a, you know, it's a crowd pleaser where there are no crowds, there are two people. It's I'm you- saying if the crowds were there, <laughs> if the crowds, any of the crowds that were there rated it very there were positively. No it was just you sitting in no <laughs> and crowd. And you, and you. It was you pleasing <laughs> yourself. That's all it So was. were you. <laughs> right. We said we weren't going to tell people about that. <laughs> So nobody watched this movie. It was poor. And then those action sequences, right? Fantastic now, action sequences. Now let's. So there, we have Harley Quinn, and they're trying to make her an anti-hero, right? Which yeah. means what? She can't actually do anything violent, normal. So she it was do. super clever. So what did she do? She has less than guns. lethal weapons and armaments. It makes no sense for her character to use any and of this. And she clearly made sure that there was nobody in that chemical plant before she blew it up. Like, why is she doing this? She's supposed to be a bad guy. No, she's trying to reform couldn't you tell that was the subtext the movie is trying to be deadpool and it fails right it has an r rating and it does nothing with that r rating it has an r rating for the sake of an r rating there's a couple of f bombs you there's know lots of gore like there's a lot of gore it, this movie didn't even need an r rating it's trying to like kind of ride that that ride that wave of like deadpool and those r rating so, so what, what do you have against the r rating what do you have against the r rating because the r rating the r rating gives them freedom of movement it allows them to do the things and by the way i appreciated every single f bomb coming out of you and mcgregor's mouth and let us talk about the name what a wonderful name for a movie birds of prey or the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. How ballsy do you have to be to actually come up with a name like that? Switch. And so they changed the name to Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey. Why? Because no one knew what the hell it was about. <laughs> well, then we have, uh, I believe, uh, reached the natural conclusion of this uh, fantabulous debate. Tell me, Haisam. What do you really think about Harley Quinn, comma, Birds of Prey? It was fun. It was a fun time at the uh-huh, cinemas. Uh-huh. Uh, Ian McGregor was great. Uh-huh. Margot Robbie was pretty good too. Um, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I'm not going to 
like remember it in in the future. I already you know had what I mean? trouble <laughs> getting it. Like I was like, what happens? What happens? <laughs> I enjoyed it because it was like a candy. It yeah. was like eye candy, and it was violent, and it was fun, and it had a lot of comedy, and it was hyper, and it was like it was colorful, and and the cast were having fun, especially yeah. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, like he loved the opportunity to play this like psychotic yeah. evil person, you know. So I enjoyed it while we were watching it. I had a good time. Yeah. Is it even a movie though? <laughs> like I'm not really sure. It's, it's like a kind of like a like a extended. It has a crazy plot. skit. Like I mean, it's not it's it's not so it's disconnected not, that it's like you know just a bunch of skits put together. It no, is, no, no. I know, I know. Movie. But it is it is it is a movie. I know. I'm I'm kind of being a bit facetious, it's, but like of course it's a movie. It's a fun movie, and it's better than a bunch of other movies that I've seen this yeah. year. Uh, especially well executed you know what whatever you want to say about the storyline it's well executed yeah. it looks really good the acting's like pretty fun you know but if but it's you, got no meat i think if you said it has no depth if you said comic book movie you know and yeah. if somebody who doesn't watch comic book movies the thing that they would think of like this makes sense for that exactly right? but now we are so used to comic book movies having depth yeah. and having context and having yes. like subplots and 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 actually more interesting characters what makes an interesting character is is like the yin and yang yeah. right and what makes an interesting character is to be well rounded so like I'll go you know talk about like you and McGregor's character he's just evil yeah like there's nothing there's <laughs> no. nothing else you don't even know why he's why? just bad you right. know so that's fun yeah but it has no anchor no grounding you yeah. know so that this movie was like that across the board and, the characters were very one-dimensional and it's one of those things though like Harley I think it's difficult to make Harley Quinn and you know let's 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 you know let's not but i think she i think she did a great job let's not she had the most like depth out of any character here's the thing i think one harley quinn is the main character this is not a birds of prey movie no, harley quinn no, is the main character this is character. not a birds of this prey this is movie. a harley quinn movie with birds of prey in it why did they call it i don't know why do they call it birds of prey and like then like a whole sentence like what didn't they think that maybe that might be a little bit like i guess distracting but what i was saying is that it is difficult to make a movie where Harley Quinn is the main character because she's technically just kind of sidekick, right? She's a crazy sidekick. She's a crazy person, right? She doesn't exist without Joker. Uh but the problem is that because she is a crazy person, when you're the main lead of a movie like this, you have to have other, you know, you have to have an arc, you have to have other depth. So there are parts in this movie where she's crazy and then other parts where she's kind of normal you know you know what there I, are other parts where she is kind of emotional and so you're so kind of like what is she like where is she on the crazy scale like i didn't feel like for a lot of time i was like oh she's not crazy she's just so, being weird at some point and then she's being crazy so it's just kind of like i don't so know. i had this i had this i had this thought that if you wanted to have harley quinn specifically be like the the lead in, yeah. in her own movie i think maybe it would have been more substantial you know to have her trying to be good yes you know like that could have been really funny yeah that she's trying to fight her own instincts you know yeah. of like killing everybody and being nuts but then she's like slowing herself down that's why then it would have justified the beanbags for example right she could have been like uh no i'm gonna leave that one aside yeah. but i'm gonna take the beanbags instead oh these are bad guys okay i can kill them i think that would have added an element to the whole film that would have grounded it a little bit better and made it kind of a little bit more I don't know, well-rounded. 
it's just hard like at least i found it difficult to go like okay 60% of the time she is crazy but 40% of the time she is kind of like she makes sense she makes sense as yeah. a person and she's just kind of but it was fun behaving weird right like like it was like forget all that yeah did you have a good time yeah i had a good time that's the thing so like i'm not going to fault it yeah it entertained me i enjoyed it you yeah. know but it's, it's 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 problems are glaring yeah. and i think that's hurt its word of mouth like a lot you know because i'm literally people that i talk to yeah. don't want to go see it because they've heard that it's not that good and because suicide squad was so bad i think so it's bad. suicide it's squad both. that really kind of messes it up right yeah and i th- it's also while it's funny i can't remember any joke that like i, I can remember I can, joke. i can remember some jokes like just in the beginning when she's like chasing the i mean with again no spoilers because yeah. it's like so right in the beginning is the sandwich yeah you know like she's really wants that sandwich and i think there were a lot but of moments like that but what's you know? the joke like, you know what i mean like there's it no was like it was like the, the the joke was the same as the ice age ferret right you know that thing in the ice age that's always yeah. trying to get the nut you know like i guess like it was that the humor it's not like i'm not saying the humor was groundbreaking yeah. but it it made me laugh i laughed at the time but i can't think of any jokes no, like, you know no, what i mean it wasn't that's, like oh you know no. that's what i mean no, like no. for example no, don't, don't get me wrong it's not Like I said, it's not like memorable. Yeah. You know? Like Deadpool, and I keep comparing it to Deadpool because I feel like that's like the closest thing I can kind But of think, think of, Deadpool, right? But I think Deadpool, the good thing about Deadpool is it had Ryan Reynolds, no, right? Well, of course it had Ryan Reynolds who's going to freaking, you know, kill it, but yeah. it also had no breaks. Yeah. Deadpool went all the way. It didn't yeah. pull any punches, you know, and I feel like maybe with this movie, they were kind of even though it was an R rating, they somehow didn't I don't think this way, movie needed you know? an R rating. Like I, I feel think like it would have been weird, just as good without an R rating. Right? I I would have missed the F bombs. Yeah, <laughs> but that's just me, you yeah. know. But you're right. I think it would have opened it up to. Even though I am a big fan of R rated yes. comic book movies, but I think this would have actually opened it up to a massive audience, and they missed a trick. Like if it was R rated, then go. Go, go all the way. Go go, go way, nuts. Right. That's what know? I mean. Right. Uh, which it didn't. So yeah, overall, you know, fun. What would you rate it? How many? How many? Uh, Uh, how many uh, Harley Quinn baseball bats would you uh, um, would you give it? Seven, seven out of ten. Really? Yeah, that's better than I I thought you would give it. Seven, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I would go a little bit less than that, just because, you know, I I did enjoy it, but like even talking about it now, it's really apparent like what was yeah. missing in it. I would watch it. I wouldn't say don't watch it, but I'd give it like a six. I'd give it like a six, okay. just because it's it's just missing so much stuff, you know. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, sexy six. Okay. <laughs> like you. Oh, okay. You I'd rate you a six. Wow, really? <laughs> wow. A sexy six. So so on a scale of one to six. <laughs> exactly. On a scale of one to six, you get a six. Okay. All right. Seven. Seven. Sexy seven. Sexy seven, that's me? No, no, sexy seven. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. All right. Well, Thank you for listening to Switchflix. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe and leave some comments. It really helps us grow the podcast and community. Your support is the chemical bath beneath our psychologist. <laughs> Hockey